This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. Uh, as promised, guests are back this week. I have Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. Uh, Diane, uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, uh, Diane is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a comp- company specializing in etiquette training uh, for corporations, universities, and individuals. Um, and I will give uh, all of her contact information at the end. Um, Before we get into this episode, uh, which we are going to talk about uh, road trip etiquette, Uh, so all you planning on your uh, summer vacations and jumping in the car with with the kids and the wife and the husband and the dog – um, I want to, I want to remind you cause we're, we're coming close to the launch date. Um, we are launching a wine of the month club and, uh, I'm really excited about this. It's, uh, launching officially on July 1st and, uh, basically we wanted to come up with something. We wanted to do something that would give couples a, a, a reminder or an excuse to kind of slow down and reconnect with each other. And we thought, what a great way to do that uh, by having a box of wine, a couple bottles, two bottles of wine delivered to your doorstep every single month. So no matter what you have going on in your life, you've got a hundred different errands, you're planning your vacation, uh, there's going to be a ring on your doorbell and boom, you got wine waiting for you. And that night, you and your spouse even though you might be beat tired, can sit down together and, and enjoy each other's company and, and have that time to reconnect. So that is launching July 1st. We have um, several different levels of club membership. Uh, you can uh, find one that fits your price range if that is a concern. And um, to help out anybody who signs up in the first month, uh, we are giving 50% off the first month shipment. And also, um, I'm really excited to announce this. We've been working with partners. Our partnership on this is uh, Touring and Tasting, and they produce a wine magazine, a travel and wine magazine, as well as uh, they run their own wine club. Uh, They are working with us, and uh, I'm I'm so excited. We're giving away a two-month lodging in Napa Valley at the Napa River Inn. Um, and we're going to be giving away even more stuff. I can't really give the full details of it just yet at the time of this recording. Maybe by the time you listen to it, it'll be out there. But uh, we will have a winery tour and even more stuff, private winery tour. Um, so sign up. Uh, you know, Worst case scenario, you get your wine. Best case scenario, you got a trip to Napa with you and your spouse, uh, plus much more. Um, 
you can if if you go to our website hitchmag.com there's a little link wine club with a little new tag next to it click that give us your info um, and it's that because it's pre-launch um, date you're not actually signing up just yet you're just letting us know you're interested and uh, <clears throat> excuse me we'll we'll enter you for the the trip and everything just off based off that so don't waste time check it out um, I'm I'm really excited and I I think this is going to be a really great thing so. That's my big pitch, uh, Diane. So we're going to talk some road trip it etiquette. Sounds good to me. <laughs> right? I know. It's Sometimes it's really tough doing uh, business things like this because I got wine next to me and I'm like, man, this is business. Like I, I don't even have to feel guilty about drinking wine in the afternoon, right? <laughs> That's right. Just uh, don't go on a road trip with it. <laughs> there you go. That's tip one. Don't drink and drive. Um, That's right. So, uh, you know, everybody, um, not everybody, a lot of people do these road trips on in the summer, and it's funny how sometimes history repeats itself, where you'll do a, a regular road trip and every year, and I'm guilty of this, where I run into traffic, and I'm like, I can't believe there's traffic here. What are people doing? So um, we're going to help work through some of these issues. Um, we've got 12 etiquette tips, and so I'll just bring up a couple topics, and uh, you can kind of explain uh, what the rules are behind these topics that I'm bringing up. Sound good? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, the first one is uh, offer to take turns driving. And, you know, I think that a lot of husbands will uh, empathize with this first bullet because, you know, I know as in my own family even, I expect my husband to do most of the driving. Now, that already that's going to sound like a sexist comment, except that, you know, we, we tend to defer oftentimes to uh, our husbands. We hop in the car and he jumps in the driver's seat and we go. But when you're on a road trip, you have to remember that you have to let whoever is driving, you have to give them a break. So if the wife is driving, you know, guys, you need to offer offer your assistance and vice versa because assume nothing. You know, a 12-hour trip or a 15-hour trip or a 2-hour trip may or may not be easy for the person behind the wheel. Yeah. I uh, in, in my family here, um, it's just the opposite. My wife always drives. Which is oh, uh, she? Does well, she did, did she drive both cars? Like if you drive a car and she drives a car, you know. It, for me, I drive when I'm in my car. He drives when he is in his car. I don't want anybody messing with my stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> she just she just always drives. And well, part of it is she gets car sick pretty easily if other people drive. Um, but we were wow. just on a road trip this past weekend, uh, and we were in the car for about ten hours. Um, but I actually did some driving then <laughs> because she needed wow. a little. Wow, did you she offer? Did she need help? Could she have done it by herself? I'm curious. Um, no, well, she needed a nap. So she took a nap yeah. and I, I did the driving uh, for, uh, of course, I did the hard part. Well, I say the hard part, the, the stop and go part. And she jumped in and traffic cleared <laughs> up. And I was like, really? Really? The traffic clears up for you? <laughs> Uh, so. You know, this is a prime time for road trips are a great time to, to, to have a conversation and build a relationship and talk about, you know, things that are going on. But it's also a, a prime time to be stuck if you're in a, you know, if you get in an argument. So, you know, I think that you have to think ahead and think, okay, you know, this is going to be off limits and I'm not going to talk about this until we, we get to our destination because I, you can either decide to have a great road trip 
or, you know, have the road trip from hell. Yeah. <laughs> Just based on what that conversation is in inside the car. And, yeah. you know, that includes critiquing the other driver's yeah. expertise. Yeah, which is point, you know, point number oh two gosh. here. Yeah. Yeah. Backseat drivers are a big no. Yeah. You know, the, the person that's on the opposite end of the, the the seat or the car and they're slamming on the imaginary brake or holding on to the bar above them and making, you know, gasping, that does not help anyone. If you're going to do that, then you need to just drive. <laughs> I was about to say, well, there is a, uh, so I have, I do have an etiquette question on this one. What if they uh, literally uh, make you nervous about how they drive? Yeah, then you need to drive. I okay. mean, they, you know, if they really make you nervous and you say, you know, Gosh, Steve, you're, I just, I'm a, I'm a little bit antsy because it just feels like you're so close to the, that bumper in front of us. And, you know, again, it's all about the tone of voice. I talk about this all the yeah, time. It's, yeah. it's the delivery. And you scream, well, why don't you just drive? Then you say, okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so be prepared. But, you know, you know what you've got before you get in the car most of the time. Yeah. You, know, you know how your spouse drives. So, you know, factor in. And you might have a conversation before you get in the car and say, look, you know that, you know, I, it makes me nervous when you, when you speed, you know, yeah. five miles above the speed limit. Okay. You know, 30 miles to no go. So let's plan the trip accordingly. You know, you don't, ha- we don't, we're not taking medicine. We don't have to be there <laughs> at a certain time. So, you know, if you, and, and these are all the bullets that we're talking about, you know, yeah. we're just going to scramble them up a little sure. bit, but you know, you have to factor in breaks. It is not a race. You know, you, you have to, if your wife or your husband or the kids or the dog needs to take a, a, a restroom break, you, you need to factor that in and not say, oh, well, we've just got 30 more miles. That's a long 30 miles. <laughs> yeah, especially when you when you got to go. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so the driver then also has a responsibility, too, um, to not make those passengers fearful uh and and right think that number one the safety the safety of their family you know that's a huge responsibility and it goes without saying you're not going to text i mean i just have to say that to do to do our due diligence but that goes without saying you're not going to tailgate you know what my son is going to driver said right now and he said you know you have to be able to see the wheels of the car in front of you and i'm thinking did he is that really a rule? I don't even know. You know, I can't even remember that. But I, but I think that's a great. If that's the rule, oops, I think it's a great rule. Is he giving so, you all the uh, rules of the road now that he's going through the classes? Oh yes, he's a perfect driver <laughs> in his eyes. So you know, but it's we have to. If if we get excited and we start screaming at the people in front of us and you know making gestures that our children shouldn't see. It's upsetting the entire car, and this, again, this road trip should be a, a fun, happy experience, mm-hmm. not something that you're, you're praying to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one is uh, taking turns playing DJ in the car. Oh, I think there is nothing worse than having to endure horrible music, and by that I mean <laughs> music you don't particularly like. You know, what... What, pe- what is wonderful to some people is poison to the others. Sure, ears. So sure. I, I think that, you know, I know myself, my husband loves talk radio. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to hear talk radio forever and ever, you know, for endless miles. So, again, I think that it's important either to compromise or turn it off. 
because it's just like nails on a chalkboard when you have to listen to something, especially if it's really making you nervous, especially if you're the driver. And, yeah. you know, you hear, let's say, you know, really loud, hard rock, and you're trying to be calm and, and get there safely. So just be respectful of, of the music and the, the radio or the CD. The, the Oh, here's a great idea. How about if you make your own playlist and put that on your on your iPod and, and I, you know, my um, my wife and I do several different tricks here. We do we do playlists. Um, we listen to podcasts. <clears throat> hint, hint. Um, and yes. <laughs> and the other thing that we like to do too is uh, we'll rent or purchase an audiobook and we'll knock out a book or two if it's a really long trip. Um, something that we both wanted to read. So that's another. Little I think that is trip. a. That's a fabulous idea. That's a great idea. I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah. And, you know, another thing is, you know, maybe particularly if you guys uh, drive equally, maybe it's when I drive, I get to listen to my stuff. When you drive, you get to listen to your stuff. And you have a conversation beforehand, so you're not fighting in the car. But, I mean, hopefully you guys know what each other listens to. And so it's like, yeah, you can listen to your stuff with the exception of this because I'm going to try to read over here, something like that. But I think those conversations exactly. are good to have. I um, think so, too. And, I, you know, another issue in the car is the temperature. You yes. Know, one of us is freezing and the other one is sweating. So just being prepared for that. You know, bring a sweater, bring a, a little blanket, something. And, you know, it's easier to add layers than take off layers in the car. So if one likes it really cold and you already know it, you know, just just be prepared. Yeah. It's like going to the movie theater when you know they keep it freezing and uh, bring, yes, bring that yes. jacket and, or and something. Yeah, and the pillows in the back seat for the kids. <clears throat> you yep. know, kids are never comfortable. So, you know, bringing, bringing whatever it is, some toys and some videos for the back seat or for, you know, pillows so they can sleep. Just anticipate everything in advance because it's whatever you don't bring is what they're going to need. Yeah. So better to overpack in the car than underpack. Yeah, especially because nobody's charging you for baggage. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the great thing about a road trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the next one you have here that's pretty interesting um, is keep your earbuds in your bag. You know, we, we want to <clears throat> listen to that book, you know, book, and we put our earphones in our earbuds so mm-hmm. we won't disturb anybody else. And that's a great idea if somebody else doesn't want to hear in the car. But what happens also is that if everybody is doing their own thing, the driver might get drowsy. Uh-huh. So by that, by me saying keep your earbuds out of your ear, that's just to be respectful of the driver and, and let them, you know, let her or him know that you're there, you're, you know, keep them alert by talking to them, make sure that they don't look like they're drowsing off. So many times we'll say, are you tired? No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they're swerving off the road already because they're exhausted. So just... Just be alert, and uh, you, you tend to not notice if you're if you have your eyes closed and you've got your earbuds in your yeah. ear, taking okay. a little nap. <laughs> so, so maybe maybe like kids in the back, they can be playing their game systems or listening to their iPods. Uh, but if you're yeah, now, I encourage that. <laughs> I encourage earbuds here in the back seat. Yeah, I'm okay. About the front, front seat, seat got it. Passenger. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, and then uh, this next one, this is actually probably one of my favorite things about road trips is fueling up with snacks and meals. Oh yeah, you know, this is one of the times where you can you get a little reprieve of of all things 
green and healthy. <laughs> Although I think you can absolutely take healthy snacks, absolutely. But, you know, sometimes it, you just have to eat. You just haven't, you know, if you're not prepared, you have to stop at some of these some of these gas stations and, you know, get whatever is there. So you want to fuel up, you know, you want to pack your own bags with snacks and meals. But, you know, give yourself a break, too. Don't be real hard on yourself while you're traveling. Um you know, I am telling you, I absolutely refuse to eat those oh, those hard-boiled eggs and bananas that they sell at the counter in these gas stations. Ugh. Have you ever bought any of that stuff up front? <laughs> no. Oh, I think maybe a piece I of can't... fruit, but not never like something as dangerous as a boiled egg. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. But, you know, there's they try and give you, you know, some options when you go to some of these, some of these uh, stops. And, you know, there's restaurants along the way, but... Just choose choose wildly, wisely, not wildly, choose wisely. <laughs> but, you know, this might be a time that you can sneak in a few chips and you know, maybe a candy bar. <laughs> you know, the other thing... That's th- my experience. <laughs> The other thing is we have all this really great technology now uh, with all these really fantastic apps and social networks. And so if you know your, uh, the, the route you're taking, you can, you can go on these social networks or food websites and kind of see what you might be passing by and, and hit up one yes. of these really cool places. Um, I know when my – And look at the menus. Yeah, and and all and with these what social your... social networks, uh, people will tell you when you pass through this joint, you have to have this certain menu item. So check that out. There's a, there's a really cool app um, called Food Spotting that's good for stuff like that. What is it called? It's called Food Food Spotting. Food Spotting. And so you can type in it. all sorts of stuff. And that one, unlike I mean, Yelp is good, but unlike Yelp, where I feel like the system's been gamed pretty heavily over the years because right. it's been around for so long, food spotting is uh, – it's, it's got a lot more foodies involved in it who, who kind of really take pride in individual items. And that's also the difference with Yelp and food spotting is food spotting doesn't focus on the restaurant or the fast food place or whatever it is you're going to. It focuses on individual items. So when you're trying to find like that one – the best burger or whatever it may be, uh, that's what that one really is best for. I love it. Well, let me ask you this, because you really are the tech guy and the app guy. What about bathrooms? Is there an app for the cleanest room? Oh, yeah. There are There are definitely bathroom apps, um, uh, rest stops, all that stuff. Yeah. do Just go to the whatever, if you're on Android or iTunes or Windows Phone, uh, go to the go to your app store. There's probably almost in all those cases. There's probably free apps, so you don't even have to cough up the the ninety nine cents or whatever it may yeah, be. I think that's great. Yeah, so, I think moms need it right around town. You know, from yeah, from one side of town to the other with the young children. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and a lot of these uh, n- newer cars have GPS systems built in, which have those like rest stops and things uh, that you can program yeah. into it. Um, but you're right. When it comes to finding the clean ones, you might want to go to the go to the cloud, go to the social network, and see what people actually rate those places as. That's a great idea. And speaking of GPS, okay, I yeah. always say have backup. You know, when I travel, and I do a lot of traveling, but if I travel in, inside the state, it's easier for me to drive to drive than to fly. But I have my GPS. It's in my car. Uh-huh. But I 
have a backup on my phone. I have my own standalone GPS, and I have actually had to use all three at one time or another. When one went down, I couldn't figure out the other one. But, you know, I had to renew on my the one on my phone. It was a mess. So I'm not saying that you need three or four, but, but yeah. certainly you want to have some kind of backup, even if it's a hard copy of a map. Do people use maps anymore? I don't know. I, I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I... Uh, I don't know the last time I whipped out an old school map, um, yeah. but but they do exist. They do exist. But that's a yeah, but that's a yeah. but that's but a great GPS point. Is so easy, and you yeah. can you know. But I I do think it's important to have even another GPS form of backup. You know that should be included in the right stuff. Yeah, that's, that's another one of our bullets we talk about. You know, don't decide halfway to your destination that you forgot your computer or your Kindle, or the charger to your to your phone or the camera. You know, just I think it's so important to make a list. You know, yes. and, and it, for the car, for what you're going to pack, and I actually go back and. and look at my list and just mark off as I pack it or, or put it in a box for the trunk of the car. And tissue paper and paper towels are, are top on my list. You just never know. You never know when you're going to have a spill, when you're going to need it. Yeah, my uh, my wife and I put a, a little dry erase board next to our front door. And a couple days leading up to our trip, we'll just start jotting down things things that we need to make sure that we pack and so then right before we step out the door, we can kind of look through it. Do, you, do we have this? Yes. Do we have that? And we can just start marking those things off. So that's that's our method. That's a great idea. And don't forget a spare key to the car. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. And so, you know. Although now you can open cars <clears throat> without the key. But, but some, <laughs> some of us still have. <laughs> yep. And, and, you know, speaking of the dry erase board, maybe another list for the food items you want to take. Because when you're under pressure and you're rushed at the last minute, you're trying to pack the foods you think you'll want, but you you get into the trip and then you think, gosh, I wish I would have brought apples or, oh, I should have brought a bag of nuts. So start making that list in advance. Yeah, that is a great idea. Um, and before the trip, too, um, we need to get rest. Do not try to be a hero and stay up 2 and 3 in the morning packing and leave six o'clock five o'clock the next morning you have to get a good night's sleep you your spouse the kids it is a much more relaxing restful friendly vacation when you are when you feel rested and you're not tired and haggard and on edge and snappy and everyone you know you just have to relax and enjoy the ride that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. It's a vacation. You know, try and not look at your emails. You don't have to answer every single text that comes your way. You just don't want to become a slave to the to your to your technology. Those are two points that we could take a little lesson from, right, Diane? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're both guilty, I'm afraid. Yes. Uh so, so um, I, you know, I think this is a pretty good, a pretty good list for people to remember as they're uh, gearing up for their road trips. Um, you know, if if you if you're already on your road trip uh, and you're listening to this, you might you might you know take these into consideration for your, the way back. Um, and if you've already listened to this in its entirety, go back and listen to Diane's other uh, podcast stuffed with advice. Um, but this one, this one's a wrap. We're done with this one. We're, we're moving on 
packing up and moving on to the next episode. So thank you so much for your time, Diane. This was fun. It's my pleasure, Steve. Um, before, before we go, uh, I want to remind everyone, Diane Gotsman is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Uh, you can get more information at Diane's website, diannegotsman.com. You can follow Diane on Twitter at Diane Gotsman. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Hitched Media. Uh, of course, you can get all this information on our website, hitchedmag.com. Um, uh, we're also both on Facebook. And uh, one last time before we go, I just want to remind you, everybody, July 1st, we're wa- launching a Wine of the Month Club. Uh, check it out. There's a link on our homepage to it. Um, and I, I, you know, I hope you join obviously. Um, and we can have a a great conversation about wine. It'll expand your community a little bit. So, uh, that's going to do it this week. Take care and we'll do this again soon. Take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it. They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.